Welcome to The Track, I'm Steve Clark. The museum continues to catch up with some of the lockdown events postponed from earlier in the year. So Tim catches up with two of them in this edition of The Track. American Day proved a very popular event this year and we catch up with some of the atmosphere of those big US cars who descended on Brooklyn's. But first we go back to the pre-war racing days with an annual homage to the racing that made Brooklyn's famous. Brooklyn's Relived, which this year featured a special anniversary, as the museum director Tamley Newbury explains. We're here, we've come across the museum director Tamley Newbury, who's looking, well, I'll say rather fine in your clothes today. <laughs> yes, trying to look like Ethel Lock King, so I was out in Daisy earlier. And you've been driving the car today? Yeah, no, I didn't drive her in the end because I famously don't know how to stop her and that didn't seem a good idea in the wet with so many people around. So Roger Horsfield drove her and I went as a passenger. And uh, was it raining? Not by then, thank goodness. Yes, it's actually just starting again now, isn't it? But no, this morning I thought we were all going to need boats, not cars, but it's turned out all right. So. And could you tell us a little bit of what today is all about? Uh, so today is our normal relived event which is about getting cars that raced at Brooklands and motorcycles that raced at Brooklands back here and giving them a chance to do their thing on the original track but this year is also today is the 95th anniversary of the first British Grand Prix held here at Brooklands um, and that that is the actual day today and so we've also got some Grand Prix cars right through the decades uh, to celebrate that and we've got the most amazing cake which is a whole like bowl of the Brooklyn circuit with the clubhouse in the middle which uh, you'll have to get some film of later but uh, yeah so we're celebrating the 95th anniversary of the Grand Prix and our normal celebration of everything Brooklyn's. That's fantastic we hope to have a bit of that cake a bit later on there on the yeah, it sounds good. You have to come, come and have a piece. Lovely thank you very much Tammy. We've got quite a few um, pre-war cars here today. Several of these probably have uh, raced at Brooklands. Yeah, fantastic turnout today. There's um, there's definitely uh, a good number of cars here with Brooklands history, including this one. And this one you're actually sitting in today is uh, a what? It's a Samson Grand Sport, um, which uh, is a little light car that um, yeah, raced, raced here uh, a couple of times in the 1920s. With any success? Uh, not that we're aware of. <laughs> Right, we're in front of the clubhouse here and we find some, well, we described them really, miniature cars, I think. We've got a gent sitting in one looking very dapper here. Hello, sir, what's your name? My name's Adrian Gosling. Rather a small car for you. This, what, bit, what, yeah. what is it? It's, well, it's a cycle cart, which well, they're all cycle cars, and so we're limited in size, really. But it's based on a 1906 Grand Prix Renault. And in fact, it's the car that won the first ever uh, Grand Prix race in France and um, it's always been my favourite car and the wheel, making the wheels was a challenge so I thought I'd make this so here we are. So this is uh, a more modern recreation of uh, an older car? Yeah, it's, it's my interpretation in cycle car terms of, uh, the cycle, of the real car that won the Grand Prix in Dieppe in 1906. Fantastic, so how long ago did you build this? A year ago. Very recent then, in that case. Uh, the lockdown helped because I meant I was locked in my shed. <laughs> you know, I didn't have to uh, confine to anything else. I just went to work and that was it. You know, I just made it. And uh, it's not as complicated as it looks. It's just lots of bits, you know, you nail together. There's a little Honda engine in the back. 
engine. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the engine. Uh, what, what size is that? It's 200cc Honda. It's the same same engine as you get in cement mixers and vibrating panels. And you know they make millions of them, and they're only like 100 pounds. So you know it's a very cheap pastime. This gets you into the. This gets you into this. You know for very little and it's a wonderful day isn't it? especially now the sun's shining you know but I mean there's a lot of fun these things are we have lots of meetings and they're, they're great fun great. I was gonna say do you, do you actually race these at all or we tend to have little races between ourselves you know you can't help it can you but in gen general terms no we don't race them we just do parade laps and show them off for fun okay we're back to the, uh, the miniature cars here and uh, I've got one with an MG sign on the front. Hello there, sir. Is it an MG? It is an MG, yes. And uh, what, what sort of MG is this? It's an M-Type, double 12, very similar to what we're seeing here. Just... We've actually got the full-size version going by you at the moment. This is, uh, this is a scale version. What scale is this? This is about two-thirds. Have you built this one yourself? Yes, it's all built from scrap. Yes. What sort of... Um, power unit have you got in this? This is a 200cc Honda unit, basically a go-kart engine with simple go-kart technology. Um, this is, um, this is a, a cycle cart which we developed, uh, been, been in the States since the 90s but we've started it about three years ago over in the UK and it's, uh, it's gradually getting a larger following. Lovely, and it's going to be good fun going round on the finishing straight, I think, today. Probably a bit bumpy in this. Yes, but we're looking forward to it. Good, good luck, thank you. Okay, the cycle cars have moved up to their uh, position, but I have spotted one that didn't seem to have an engine. It's just manoeuvring at the moment. Okay, we're just following this one in. It's a little bit noisy down here, as you can probably hear. I think the motorbikes are about to go out. Okay, we've still got the motorbikes in the background, but hopefully uh, you'll be able to hear. Hello there, and what's your name? Marek. This looks a little bit more unusual than the other one in that it doesn't have an engine. Yes, it's an electric cycle cart uh, with similar power, but, uh, well, it's not working properly yet. This is the first test at all. The furthest it's driven is from that tent to here. Uh, so it's a bit of a, yeah. Out of the frying pan into the fire. Absolutely. Uh, it's not as if anyone's watching you today at all. No, not at all. <laughs> so, what is it powered by? Uh, it's powered by a three kilowatt brushless electric motor, which uh, puts out about the same power. Uh, that's uh, three kilowatts is about the same power as these. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's it's going to be going very slowly today uh, because they, we've not been able to connect to the motor controller, but. Uh, I'm just glad to get to drive it at Brooklands. And this is uh, a project that you've done yourself? Uh, yeah, I've done this completely from scratch by myself, just with a bit of help with, from Dad for things like welding. And yeah, I started a bit over a year ago when I was 16. So I'm, it's, yeah, first project of any size for me. Lovely, looks good. Let's hope it lasts the course today. Good luck, fingers crossed. Okay, it's not just cars today, uh, we do have motorbikes here at Brooklands and I've uh, got a couple of gentlemen who are riding their motorbikes and one of them is John Gentleman. Hello. Hello there, can you tell us what you're sitting on? This is the, an OK Supreme 350 
and it's a beautiful little bike to ride it's as lovely to ride as it looks yeah very nice and is this your own bike no no this is a museum bike so this is on permanent display here at Brooklands yeah. and it's kept in the museum for display and looking after yeah yeah looking after like today we're looking after it up there <laughs> They're looking after it, riding around around the finishing yeah, straight. Sure right. Yeah, quite. I, I'm sure you won't be going too fast. Nah, not today. Too slippery up there. Yeah, it's a little bit wet up there, isn't it? Lovely. Thank you, John. Okay, we've wandered into the the paddock area, and there's a line of cars waiting to go out on the finishing straight here, and uh, we've got a lovely blue car here, and I've going to talk to the couple sitting in it. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Could you tell me your names? Yeah, my name's Greville and this is Katie. Yeah. Greville and Katie and you're sitting in a rather lovely blue car. Can you tell us what it is? It's a Delage, a D-I-S-S. So SS is super sport version of the DI um, and they only made the SS for a year in 1925 to 26. Um, and there's about 33 known to exist uh, at the moment on the register, on the large register. So, um, pretty rare, I would have said, if that, yeah. that's 33 worldwide. I believe so, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. And have you owned this particular one for a long time? It's been in the family for, um, well, yes, a very long time, before I was born. So, um, it's probably since the 50s. My father's uh, rescued it, and um, he's actually got a, 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 another one that had a bit of Brooklyn's history, but we didn't make it here this morning. <laughs> we, I got about four miles up the road, and it started spluttering and coughing, so I'm fortunate that we managed to get back and bring this one this morning. But you managed to get this one here, that's the good thing. Yeah. Excellent. And you're about to go out on the parade laps by uh, a bit, so we'll leave you to it, and good luck. Thank you. This is the 95th anniversary of the first British Grand Prix and we've got some more modern uh, Grand Prix cars here on display today and uh, we've caught up with uh, a Tyrrell Ford. Yes, yep. And your name is sir? It's Adam Tyrrell. I'm Ken's grandson. Ken Tyrrell's grandson, fantastic. And can you tell us a little bit about the car that you've brought down today? Yeah, so it's uh, Tyrrell 001 which was the first Tyrrell ever ever made. Uh, built in 1970 in secret. When it was unveiled no one actually knew that Tyrrell had built their own car to contest in Formula 1. Um, so unveiled in August, raced a couple of times that year and for the first few Grand Prix or non-championship races of 1971. And did it have much success uh, the car? Yeah, it, it came. It had a few pole positions. It came second at the South African Grand Prix in 1971. Then they built a, what was called 003, which was the car that Jackie Stewart drove for the rest of that season. Then he won the World Championship in 1971, and Tyrrell won the Constructors' Championship, which is 50 years ago, so another anniversary this year. It's a pretty good game. Uh, you mentioned Jackie Stewart there was one of the drivers. Um, who were the other drivers? So it was used as a spare car for most of the year. Um, so Jackie was the primary driver. And Tyrrell, of course, um, were fairly successful in their day, and this wasn't their only car. What, what else were they racing? So, um, in the years that followed, uh, they won the championship in 73, or Jackie did, in what was called 006, which was the successor car to this. 
Um, and then over the over future years, I guess one of the memorable cars was a six-wheeler. Tyrrell was the only team that raced a uh, six-wheel in Formula One, and it actually won races. And some people uh, forget that in 1976, Jody Schechter came third in the championship to behind Lauda and Hunt that year in the six-wheeler. Yeah, a very unusual car. The six-wheelers didn't really catch on, though, did they? Why was that? Well, I think, I mean, they were mechanically complicated, um, but also the uh, it, it had smaller front wheels and Goodyear developed the rear wheels but didn't have didn't want to have the put the resources in developing the front wheels just for one team when they were at the time fighting quite a big battle with Michelin over tire development and so um, and so if, if the front wheels weren't developed for the six-wheeler it just it just became uncompetitive compared to the other cars over time yeah that's understandable isn't it and uh, what became of Tyrrell in the end uh, so the team was sold in the late 90s um, and the evolution in terms of the F1 entry is that it's now what is Mercedes but obviously it's a completely different team but it's, it's, it's the same original entry um, that, that Mercedes use um, but yeah it was sold into what became British American racing in the late 90s and it's involved into Mercedes today with Lewis Hamilton driving. Well, yes, yes. I mean, no, as I said, no direct involvement, but it's, it's nice to have that small connection. Uh, but it's nice to have a bit of the family history in the family as well. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Okay, we're back at Brooklyn's again uh, for another of the rescheduled events from the summer. This is American Day. And that was Bebop Boulevard featuring Haley with As Long As I'm Moving, which was recorded live on the day. And there are literally hundreds of American cars here today. And I've just walked uh, through the majority of them I think and I, I'm way up on the Brooklyn's banking and there's still more American cars to be seen you'd almost think you're in the States today in the heart of Surrey so we're going to try and f find a few of the owners today and just have a quick chat with them about their cars and there is such a variety there's the massive 50s cars with the huge wings lots of chrome there's hot rods there's rat rods there's mustangs there's dodges there's chryslers there's pickup trucks and uh, even some race cars by the look of it so we're going to try and find some owners and just have a chat with them today okay we found someone uh, associated with the race cars that are up on the bank in and we're going to talk to paul yorkshire and can you tell us uh, what you brought along to brooklands today uh we've bought three of our nascars um that we basically do exhibition races and demonstrations and that sort of thing and we do do some historical racing with them we bought the cars from america obviously they've got masses of history um but we we race them all over the uk yeah so uh yeah basically that's what we do and um they're american cars yes off of american teams you bought them yeah we import well, i imported mine directly from morgan mcclure motorsports which is in virginia and I went over there with my dad and uh, shipped the car directly back to the UK. Got it back to its original racing condition. And, um, and now we race them all over the UK. And what sort of power do these cars put out then? Uh, well, my one, the number four, is eight, 878 horsepower to the tyre. So uh, plenty of power from a small block Chevy, naturally aspirated. Uh, so no power adders, no nitrous, no superchargers, no turbos, just a four barrel holly carburetor. Um, but they rev really high, so like nine, ten thousand RPM. So I should think they're pretty noisy. They are. You may have heard me earlier when I started it up. <laughs> but I will start it up again a few times today just so everybody can hear what they're like. And uh, yeah, they're amazing. Absolutely amazing cars. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks very much, Paul. A lot of the uh, machinery here today is 50s, 60s, some uh, pre-war, some more modern, but probably one of the oldest is a, a 1922 Ford Model T. And the sign by this one says that it's used daily. There's only one of 15 million Ford Model Ts made. Something to think about. And we're down on the finishing straight now we've got a beautiful blue pickup truck here and we've got the owner whose name is mark and mandy and can you tell us a little bit about the vehicle you've got here 
So we've had it a couple of years. It's a 1954 Ford F100 um, with the original cab and the original bonnet and a few original wings. The chassis is original. Back in 2007, um, it came over from Virginia um, and the previous owner with his friend, he brought two over. It was used as a commercial uh, truck pickup for many, many years, well, since 1954. Um, and unfortunately, the, the person, previous owner, he had two heart attacks and oh, no. a triple bypass and unfortunately couldn't finish it. So we bought it, uh, finished it off. And as you can see, it's this lovely blue, which is very difficult to match. I'll figure that one out. <laughs> um, the bonnet itself has been repaired again. Um, the whole front end has been repaired again. <laughs> the bed's been redone. Um, so yeah, it's gone through some iterations of restore uh, for the last uh, five years. And the last few years, that's what we've been trying to do to get it back on the road. So you're seeing it um, for, I think, the first time at Brooklands. Ah, excellent. A bit of a debut then. Uh, it does look really nice, I have to say. It's got some very subtle paintwork swirls on the front. Yeah, they're called ghost flames, and that's not easy to do. The bonnet itself, uh, it took me three goes to get that the way it is. Um, so the first one is a learning curve, the second one just didn't go right, and the third one, we got it right. So yeah, they're basically ghost flames. So unless you see it in the sun and different angles, you'll see it in different colours. Yeah, I actually like that because it, it's very subtle on the front. It is. It is. It's very subtle. Some of them you see are quite gaudy, with big orange no. stripes down the side of flames and things. When it's not shining in the sun, then you don't see them actually. They, and especially if you take a photo that's not sunny, you won't see it. You won't see it at all. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Well, thank you very much. As I've said uh, earlier, there's such a wide range of American cars here, from from modern through to the vintage uh, but the 1950s is probably one of the strongest area and we've got a lovely Ford Galaxy here in uh, red and white with uh, matching red and white leather interior red dashboard white steering wheel the epitomes of 1950s glamour we're going to try and find a little bit more about it okay we've walked uh, all the way to the back of the car now and we found David Tate who is the owner of it hi David good afternoon sir and can you tell us a little bit about the, the car you've got here today? Yes, it's a 1959 Fairlane Galaxy 500 um, convert convertible. I imported from uh, Georgia in the States uh, a couple of years ago. Fortunately, most of the work had been done on it. And um, now, now, now lockdown's finished, I can get out and enjoy it. That's the main thing. It does look fairly original to me. Yeah, I think it is. I think some aftermarket um, instruments, on, as you can probably probably notice on, uh, from the interiors. But um, it, I, I think it, I mean I have all the bills. The guy spent a lot of money on it, so uh, I think it's um, it's fairly tr as it as it you should should be anyway. And uh, what sort of power unit have these got? It's a 5.7 liter V8 engine. Um, again, not being a spanner man, I couldn't tell you too much about it, as long as it goes, as far as I'm concerned. And it does go, obviously, because we brought it here today, uh, and it's a beautiful addition to the uh, American Car Day at Brooklands. Well, amongst all the, the chrome, the big engines, and the, the noise down here today, the last thing you'd probably expect is an electric car. Um, but there is one, it's a Ford Mustang Mach-E, 
and it's on the Surrey Mustang Owners Club stand. And we've got Darren De Quincey here, who's the chairman of the club. Could you tell us a little bit about your club? Yeah, we initially uh, fired up on Facebook in 2016, um, and we started growing. Uh, we started up a website uh, and introduced uh, memberships. Uh, we charge five pound a year, so it's not a lot of money. Um, you get like loads of incentives with the club. Um, we do like special meets for members and things like that, and we like to obviously get involved with big events like Brooklands. Yeah, you've got quite a few cars here today. I think you've got several rows of Mustangs of all eras. What sort of era does the Mustang cover? Uh, well, it started in 64 and a half, 65, um, and still making them today. Uh, got the new electric Mustang come out, the Mac, the, the Mac E. Yeah, I did notice that one over there, a white one. Um, do you know much about them? Not at the moment. I know they're, um, obviously, they, they, they don't make the sound of the usual V8 Mustang but they're uh, they've proven very popular very economical um, very very fast instant power uh, yeah they've, they've still got the, the the looks of the classic Mustangs you know they've stuck with the shape yeah they're, they're from what I understand they're a great car yeah it certainly looks very nice over there I think it's probably the only electric American car we've got here today but uh, getting back to the normal Mustangs I mean these are obviously much well a bit larger engines than an electric one and so you get a lot more performance out of these um, what sort of power do the, the mustangs have uh well it's a, it's a range really i mean that's the lot the newer the s550 mustangs they're about 460 horsepower um you kind of go back to the s197 that's around about 300 uh some people they put more power on like bulk superchargers things like that you know modifications to squeeze a little bit more horsepower out of them um, they sort of go back in the years you know the, the sort of 200 180 yeah it's a, it's a broad range really there's different yeah and for you personally what's your favorite well it's a tough one to ask <laughs> probably the one you own I should think oh yeah I do love my car I've got the s197 it's a 2006 GT it's 300 horsepower um, Vista Blue, I love it, absolutely love it. It's great fun, you know, it's, it's, it's great, fantastic. Yeah, and probably like most clubs, you get out on runs and things like that, do you? Yeah, we do have, uh, we have members days where we, uh, we all go out on a run, um, end up sort of going through uh, the, the Hindhead Tunnel up into sort of towards Hampshire. Uh, yeah, we, we get out and there's a lot of friendly people in the club. We all sort of know each other by name. Uh, recognise people's cars it's yeah it's a lovely little community we've built fantastic so if anyone wanted to find you uh, that's listening how would they do that uh, we have a website it's uh, www.surreymustangownersclub.co.uk uh, you can find us on Facebook if you search Surrey Mustang Owners Club thank you very much Brooklyn's News for autumn Brooklyn's Museum is open every day apart from Mondays that's except for the October half term when it will be open every day. The museum events calendar continues throughout October, uh, beginning on the 3rd with the ever popular Mini Day, then on the 10th, another popular event, the Italian Car Day, full of uh, gleaming Lamborghinis and Ferraris. And then on the 24th, we have the London Bus Museum's Transport Fest. Finally, on the 31st, 
the Vintage Sports Car Club visit with their driving tests. Always an exciting spectacle. The Brooklands Members live events also uh, pick up in October. On the 14th, we have Peru 82, a look at Peru in 1982 uh, with Tony Hutchings and a Volkswagen Beetle. And then on the 28th, we have Like Father, Like Son, the tale of two fighter pilots. You can find more about uh, Brooklands and Brooklands members' events at brooklandsmuseum.com. Thanks for listening. 